I think I started the last one that way. Yes, like you start <clears throat> almost all of our episodes. Because well, it's hard to just go into it. You can't just like, I don't know. There's a countdown. First of all, it didn't used to countdown. I don't know if you remember, but when we started, it would just record. Yeah. Now it gives me this little four, three, two, one, and I never know what to do with that. And then it's just like, well, you're on now. Well, be a damn professional. Whoa. Uh, Censoring yourself. Right. In the first <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I should put a little boing in the boing. Hi, this is called So How About This. I am Alan Dempsey. This guy to my right is... Rafiq Shaheen. And with us today is the very talented headliner from Tampa, Florida, by the name of... That's me, Jander Gray. <laughs> and yes, that is how he talks. I, talk, I do. I talk just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets to my show are fifteen dollars, and you'll be listening to forty-six minutes of this. I would, I would kind of be happy if you did the entire episode in that voice. If you come to one of my shows and you say you heard about me on this podcast, I will do my whole set. <laughs> oh my god, you heard it here. Yeah, you must be aware though that I do have to squeeze my balls to talk like. He may I mean, need a hand. Uh, uh, there it is. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I was trying to find a way to get to that. Holding, holding my balls during my set, far superior to applause breaks. Yeah. <laughs> now, we did, the two of us, dickheads, did your podcast. I know. I was thinking a about while that on back. the way over here. Yeah, it, yeah was, it was like five years ago. I Probably know. longer than yeah. that. I was married. I lived in the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought life was going to go well. Where do you live now? Oh. Uh, now I live in a mobile home with seven other homeless guys. Oh. Okay. Just jerking each other just, off? Or yeah. Just... I think well, half of them are comedians. How, how many okay. of how many of them, their name is Old Something? Like Old Butch and Old oh, Jed. Yeah. yeah, if you're homeless, you have to stick an <laughs> yeah. old on there. Right. Old John. Even if you're like 25. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big evolution from back in the day when you used to have like a bundle and a stick. Now you just need like a moniker in front of your name. You're good to yeah. go. And you still have a cell phone. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the new bundle. That's the new homeless. Yeah. Look the new... Look at old boxcar Tanner over there with his Boxing. Samsung. Yes. He's Perfect. like, I haven't seen a boxcar in 40 years. <laughs> I tell you, hoboing just ain't what it used to be. No. <laughs> they all call him manufactured housing now. <laughs> hoboing. I'm proud of that. I'm going to say that a lot now. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so, Jander, um, you were talking about just now about back in the day Things have changed for you a lot since the last time we've all gotten together to record something. That's true. I have herpes now. Mm. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Well, no, that, that wasn't changed. I was about to say. <laughs> I had it. Don't act like that's a new development. That's... No, you know, actually, it's it's pretty cleared up. Right. Oh, what? Well, that's not how that works. <laughs> you have it for life. You know I'm lying. I it's know. gone forever, okay? It just, it just went away. Turns out, if you stop trying to fuck stray cats, your dick looks normal. I mean, yeah, but then what's the point of living? Yeah, <laughs> you, right. you can't you, be you can't be a hobo and not try to bang a stray cat. <laughs> you have and, to. Make, and by the way, you're not talking about animals. You're talking about members of the band. Stray <laughs> cats. Yeah. yeah, you have to make decisions about how you want your life to go and take ownership. And this is how I take ownership. This is it, man. <laughs> I'm uh, actualizing. Uh, but one of the things that I want to talk to you about, about changes in your life is, so when we had first tried to book you on here, your son had done a five minute set 
Uh-huh. In your living room, <laughs> right? And that was a new thing. You were like super proud on social media about that. I um, don't know if I would say I was super proud. <laughs> well, okay, so that that kind of brings me to... I, it's hysterical, though. I'll give him that. Well, so that's kind of the question I wanted to bring to you today. Was he a hack or was it good material? Oh, he's uh, definitely a hack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, he's got good mic control. Like he came out, he like took the mic out of the stand, put the yes. stand behind him. Like he's got uh, he, the moves down. He came out, he took the mic out of the stand, and immediately said, "I'm sexist." He's a chip off the old block. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, "By God, this kid's got what it takes." <laughs> he's so, gonna make it. These people industry. will be rushing the stage in no time. <laughs> so, would you want him to be like you? know how hard comedy is would you want him to follow in your footsteps um well hopefully not my footsteps mm. <laughs> but if he makes his own way and he has a fun time telling jokes for sure i think that's super awesome okay so like how do you feel about like second and third generation comics Man, I mean, it's got to be better than second and third generation actors and billionaires right like or what, what are you giving you comment, yeah <laughs> Well, like, okay, here's one of the beefs I have. Like, Sir Richard Branson, guess what? Big shocker. His daughter, also a billionaire. Right. <laughs> what right, are the yeah. odds? What are the odds? Two billionaires in one family. It's Fair almost enough. like the game is rigged. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, well, so usually, though, when people are like the so, second So gen- you will only accept your son pulling himself up by his bootstraps <laughs> and becoming a successful comedian on his own. That's right. He can't even use your last name anymore. He's got to no. like. Yeah, you got to do like a Nicolas Cage or something. Got to go through some right. kind of ethnic yeah, you surgery to change his ethnic <laughs> surgery. Yeah, like he he, go, he goes and makes himself Asian or something. Like just totally. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I, I don't think I don't think a white kid with special needs should be told go go and add race on. <laughs> you know what you need, kids? Some surgical slant eyes. That's yeah. what you need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see any problem with what. <laughs> yeah, imagine all the appropriation comments that would come instantly. Yeah. It would be the first time I would agree with appropriation. <laughs> if you just went and got surgery to look Asian, and then we're like, but I'm Asian. Right. I'm just saying, he has to distance himself from you. And well, another a good way to do that would be to, you know... Really, can go through should. It, go through permanent tanning or something. I don't know. <laughs> so would you want your... So, okay, you have one child with special needs. You have... One child without. Would you want both of them to kind of follow in your footsteps and pursue comedy well, if that was their thing? Would you want? Uh, do you go? I've lived the life. Do you got to find something better? Like, no, I mean obviously you wouldn't really want your kid to pursue stand-up comedy seriously. But if he if he wants to do it when he's a teenager or a young adult, you go go right ahead. Go out there and grind and suffer and feel how terrible it is. Just you know, he's not gonna. He's not going to make it. <laughs> you know, he'll just go out there and he'll feel how bad it is. And then he'll be like, yeah, I'm going to go back and get my associates. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's how it, that's how it works. Right. So one of the three people right. in this room was like, yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> so, so the smartest I, guy. Yeah. Right. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so I, I kind of have to ask then why is it okay for you to go and do the comic life? But when it comes to your kids, you're like, we need to f- take it to like veterinary school or something <laughs> else. Or- well, that's easy. Uh, they have special needs, but I am retarded. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the thing. I can't. I can't do. There's a lot of things I can't do. This is something uh, I. Uh, you know, anybody that's got like any kind of creative vibe, whatever it is, you're writing poetry or graffiti, whatever, whatever you're doing. If you you know who you are, like if you're not doing that thing, you're gonna go nuts. Yeah. So right. for me, that thing is performing in some capacity, is creating some kind of some type of entertainment content in any shape or form will do that trick for me. But I do know that when I'm not doing that, I'm less happy as a person. Mm. Yeah. So whether or not, uh, you know, I'm like a one percenter comedian when all is said and done doesn't matter because mm, I, sure. I, I know for me that if I just have, you know, my day job and I go home every night and that's all I'm doing, that's not going to be enough for me. I, I have to, I have to do this. I, I did go a large portion of my life where I was just going to work every day and drinking coffee in the morning and going home and crying at night and watching Survivor. And that just, that wasn't going well for me. (laughs) You know, I was very miserable. Well, and I think there's also that thing of, uh, my dad, everything my dad has done has been self-made. He's a very self-made guy, but he is desperate for me to be terrified that I'm always going to get fired. You know what I mean? Like he's never lived that way, but he really needs me to live. So I think there's generally my point is like, I think there is that thing of like good for me versus good for thee. It's also like, well, I know how shitty it is to be X. I don't want that for my kids. Yeah. You know? Right. So for you, it's more of a, like if, you know, one of your kids came up and was like, this is in my soul. Then you would go, okay, yeah. uh, you know, let me introduce you to so-and-so or, you know, get a produce, like introduce you to like this headliner or somebody who might be able to help you. But otherwise you go, if it's kind of like a passing thing yeah. for you, you're like, don't follow your dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely not going to do him any favors. I'm not talking to anybody for him. I'm not send any money book or e- e- emails or anything he's he's on his own right <laughs> um so Well, there was a technical error. Is yeah, that what we call yeah, it? Yeah, I guess yeah. we would call it that. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're back on track. I don't know what the fuck we were talking about five minutes ago. We're back. We're, yes. <laughs> we're back with <laughs> Silly Voice Jones. <laughs> now so hit the <laughs> <laughs> I did forget my pew 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 button. Oh, fuck. No. We can include all these in post, though. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It's a very detailed Well, we all, we, we're definitely going to have to put a boing in for the time you didn't right. say God like 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Hey, man, if you're going to keep on bringing that, then I'm going to need you to. Oh, hey, now. <laughs> if only I had the time and or energy to go back and put the boings in. In fact, yeah. you know what? You can go. Oh my God! <laughs> wow, this is getting spicy. <laughs> I can go support myself. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Why don't you go fellatiate your mother? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, Jesus! Hey, does she still uh, even have a penis? I need to take a shower <laughs> after that. God. 
So does she. Oh, hey. whoa. Hey, now. <laughs> I'd just like to take a moment to apologize for almost blinding Alan like three years ago at the comedy. Oh, cookout. that was hilarious. We were, I can't, what were we doing? I was actually thinking about that the other day. Was, uh, I, I know it was we were like, throwing a football around or something. No, like Kyle and James Bailey had a bunch of water balloons <laughs> and everybody was hammered oh, in the yeah. backyard. And I believe me. And well, I Kyle think I walked Quinn. into. I think I walked into the path of one. Yeah, because it, it, it like sent my glasses flying. <laughs> right. Me, me, and Quentin and Kyle were all trying to get Cam, which is like shooting at a blade of grass. In yeah. the wind. <laughs> so you hit the other blade of grass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hit the. You're the gonna hit best thing. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna hit something. Just not. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, uh, I almost knocked your freaking eye out. It was your head. hilarious. I felt no. I it wasn't. My I, ass I, off. I, I, I'm like so not the person that laughs, laughs when people get hurt. I laugh when I get hurt. I, I don't I, know what that I, is. I, I do not have that in me. Like if somebody falls down the stairs, everybody else is like, ha, 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 and I'm always like, oh shit, oh my god, are they, okay? <laughs> I, are they gonna be fine? I, I get so worried. I, I don't have that in me. I don't know. For me, the laughter is the disguise for that feeling because <laughs> I go, if I start freaking out right now, they're gonna notice their arm is broken. So I'm going to laugh and then discreetly try yeah, to reset it, it your bow. Let me be clear. I'm not virtue signaling yeah. saying I'm better than anyone. I'm just I just like that. I'm. I but the laugh do doesn't it. count when it's. For for me, the equivalent of that feeling is like I cannot suffer watching someone else get embarrassed like that. Like I'm the yeah. kind of person where like if I'm watching a TV show and a character is going like a very cringe moment of like I'm going to propose to my girlfriend in front of everyone and then like you're watching the proposal fail and people are like this is hilarious. I go like oh no. So you, <laughs> so you pretty much can't watch anything Ricky Gervais has ever done because that, yeah. his whole act is that. Here's yeah, the thing. Really is, I, yeah. I can detach myself from Ricky because when I watch Ricky, I go, I know it's an act. Because again, I go, I know it's Ricky Gervais. Okay. Whereas if I'm watching, let's, th let's throw back to like uh, Doug back in the day, right? There were so many episodes of Doug that I could not watch as a kid because it's just like <laughs> okay. him going on this fantasy journey in front of people. Jander, how old are you? Uh, I know Doug. Okay, because I don't. I'm not sure if I do. Patty Mayonnaise, his best friend was Skeeter. He had a dog named Porkchop. How did you forget this I guy? Don't forget? I've never become. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, like how literally quote unquote loaded was that show? Right. Yeah, that the girl interest is Patty Mayonnaise. Right. Yeah. Right. The best friend is Skeeter. You're, you're still the talking dog, to me as if I know what the fuck the, you're talking I'm about. I'm talking about there, penis references, right? <laughs> there was a show in the '90s called Doug that was about this kid who I guess you would say have dissociative episodes. Was it a cartoon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Where he would just fantasize about doing a thing and usually when he was in his fantasy world of like, aha, this is not me in, you know, 
stealing the thing from the store. This is a secret agent doing yeah. the thing. He'd be enacting the thing in the real world while he's going through this fantasy. Yeah. And as a kid, I would watch those moments and I'd be like, motherfucker, people are watching you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no. Doug was cool, though. Like, he's not like, Doug is very similar to a uh, younger kid's version that's very popular now called Caillou. 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 This sounds like a Japanese thing. This I, fa- this sounds like a dad thing wait. of like this is the only show my son <laughs> oh, will well, let me like, watch. No, <laughs> no, I will like I will let my kids watch anything before Caillou because like when hack comics talk about the pussification of America, mm. Caillou really <laughs> Caillou is like the how do we solve our problems, Caillou? We talk them out like like mm. oh it's like every episode <laughs> is like that. Wow. It's like uh, what, well, I mean, is it is for this? like I mean that sounds like it's like, like for children children it's like yeah it's four like, and five yeah, or younger like pre-k but still you know gr- grow a pair kids <laughs> <laughs> like, have you Jan- ever gotten- Jander's just at a preschool like sliding shivs across <laughs> a fence to kids being like hey how do you solve your problem you make them fucking pay for it <laughs> That's right. have you ever gotten so upset at a show or a character that you just like couldn't keep watching it anymore game of thrones season eight okay dude well okay it Maybe I'm asking the wrong question. That sounds like you're saying that the overall quality of the show made you quit watching. Oh, yeah. I mean... So what I'm talking about, the only time I can remember doing this, there was a show called Peep Show. And the whole joke of the show was that you're always looking through someone's eyes. Now, that that character can change, but you're always... And not only are you looking through your, their eyes, but you can hear their thoughts. So there's this one character who's obsessed with his coworker, And he's like... he's obscenely in love with her yeah. and he finally has her. She wants to have sex. He's going to get everything he wanted. And then his anxiety takes over and he like talks himself out of it. I got so angry at him that I, I, I like, I had forgotten that I hadn't continued the show. Like I had, I'd been having, I started having a conversation about the show with someone else and they were talking about stuff that happened that I hadn't seen yet. And I was like, oh, I, I actually never went and picked up where I left off because I got so mad at that guy <laughs> for fucking it up. Wait, is this a, I got mad at him because this person's a fuck up or is this a, I got mad at them and I'm secretly projecting of like, damn it, Dave, this is the reason why she won't touch my dick because you can't get laid. Like, it feels a little bit like that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Rafik's something. Nope. That's not what happened. I was very annoyed by the woman who played the wife in Breaking Bad. Yes, something Skyler. about her. Yes, she very, very much like I just. I don't know if she was being it's that because way you're intentionally. A I mean, well, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really just i I could not handle that woman. Like her voice, her acting, everything. I was like every episode she was in, I was like, Ugh. but I didn't quite yeah. tap out. But it, it, like, there are some people that just. Like, I don't know, for whatever reason. They, they great d- you. Yeah, they great. Like, Tom Papa is another. Like, oh, I love Papa. I cannot deal with that guy. Yeah, like, I hear you. His face, That's, the way he uh, talks, I don't like him. I can't stand, uh, oh, come on, Gaffigan. Yeah. I um, like. I, I can see that, really. I like him in interviews. I like to hear him speak. I think he's a smart, interesting guy. I've seen him, you know, act as other characters and shows. His stand-up makes me want to pull my eyes out. Like I, I watch his stand up and I go, "How is this guy this popular? I can, what I is can happening?" See that. Yeah, yeah. For me, Gaffigan's stand up <clears throat> sits in a weird juxtaposition of I can actually get into his stand up as long as I am not watching him 
do the stand-up. <laughs> if you like, just read a transcript of it. Well, <laughs> no. So, like, there was a show back in the day called Shorties Watching Shorties, and there was, like, another version of that show that came up later on um, that was, like, Ari Shafir did it, and it was, like, a real-world thing where, like, in both of those contexts, they would have Jim Gaffigan doing his bits but they would have like a visual representation of like someone else saying the oh. thing or someone actually acting, acting out that thing. Yeah. And it's like, I can watch that all day, but watching Jim Gaffigan say that, I go, this is the most milk toast white bread motherfucker <laughs> that I do not give a shit about. I don't, I don't think he does it anymore, but he had gotten so reliant on that like inner voice thing. Uh, oh my God. Is yeah, that, that thing. And I remember... It maybe his third or fourth special. I mean, this was years ago. I was like 10 minutes into it, and I kept waiting for him to tell jokes. Yeah. And he had spent his entire time arguing with this little inner voice. And I mean, I wanted to throw my TV out the window. I was, <laughs> I wanted to set my head on fire. I was, just, I couldn't yeah. believe it was real. I kind of feel that way a lot about like. <sighs> I feel that way a lot about modern media in general of like waiting for someone to tell a joke because there's so many times where I watch a show or something like that where I go, you guys are just ad-libbing. Like you're not, Mm -hmm. no one sat down in a writer's room and said, he says this and then she says this and then blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like you guys just sat comics down, which is fine, but you can't. It's almost like we're doing that right now. Yes. Right. But then I go, <laughs> do this, not tell right. me this is season 20 sure. of community, you know? Yeah. Television is disappointing. I don't feel sick of it. <laughs> I really, I really, I'm just so tapped out. I don't. Uh, a lot of my friends are mad at me. They're like, did you watch this? Did you see? I'm like, no, I, I just don't care. Yes. I yeah. just we, he and I have this conversation all the time. We just recorded a mini-sode yeah. about that very topic. I'm sure there's a lot of great stuff out there, right? There certainly is a massive amount of content, but um, yeah, I don't give a shit. Well, it's a, it's the <laughs> Twitter problem, right? Of like, there's a massive amount of content out there, and it's like, I'm going to scroll through the infinite void of content. Yeah. One percent of this is fucking god level, and the rest of this is just monkeys screaming into the void. Yeah. And now I have to wade through all of that to find a thing that is good. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, my theory with Twitter specifically is if if you don't have a blue check mark, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> you why would you even be on there? Like, there's no that that is the playground of people who are making things happen. Like, if you're just a user in there and you're just tweeting shitty things at Elon Musk, like. You're truly a loser. Right. <laughs> like, like what? just stop it. Well, it's it kind of interesting to hear you say that because I've noticed that, like, at least on my algorithmic feed, your fucking face mm-hmm. keeps on showing up a lot on Instagram <laughs> Reels with you doing things, and which, uh, don't get me wrong, I enjoy it, but yeah. I go... Jen ain't got no check mark. <laughs> well, see, I don't mind that. I don't feel like that's, I feel like that's, those are platforms where you can put out content and get feedback from it, where you can you know, platforms where you can succeed. But I feel like Twitter is so gigantic now that it really only is important to be there once you've already got a reason to be there. So you you, know I mean? you For, go like, be successful my, on my TikTok. mom has no business being on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what is she going to talk about? Does right. anyone give a shit what my mom thinks about geopolitics? 
No. <laughs> Does anyone care what I think about it? No. Yeah. Like, so, I, I'm doing nothing on that. I, I do not mess with that mm. at all. So question then, what platforms, just as a smart guy, what platform would you say you need to be successful on first before you come over to Twitter? Robin Hood. <laughs> what? Oh, I got it. I see what you did there. You did a thing and you turned it into a different thing. I did. I did a comedy thing. You did. <laughs> it didn't work. It, it was uh, fine. But I tried. You know, yeah. you take shots, you miss. That's pretty much what my Instagram is. <laughs> that that was my whole act. And my market portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's one. I mean, I guess it depends. You know, I'm an old guy. I still, I don't care. I'm just throwing things out to the wind right now as far as social media and seeing what sticks. Like I'm really enjoying TikTok. I'm having a good time on there, despite the fact that, you know, not a lot of other people are having a good time with what I'm doing, but it's so it's always so weird because I, and I find this because I'm using Instagram more often too. And you know, there's so much of stuff on there where it's like, you're watching people who don't enjoy doing a thing doing a thing because they think that's what you have to do in order to get that proverbial check mark, which is my entire life. Thank uh, you. <laughs> yeah. I wish everyone could have seen the scowl I was giving him. Yes. <laughs> I the under- number of times we've had that argument about this podcast where okay. he's like, well, we should be doing this. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And <laughs> none of the podcasts I listen to do that. What, which again, I acknowledge the hypocrisy of that. I also go, there's a step in between where I go, there are certain things that you can do. And again, you know, like when I would look at Jander's uh, stuff on there, I go, if you are a comic, posting up clips of you doing stand up is a good way to introduce new people to what you do. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, to some degree, you've got to use social media to it. at least just remind people that you do do a thing. Sure. I actually had somebody reach out to me like a week ago and they're like, hey, man, do you ever play in Georgia? And I was like, bro, I was just in Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was like, did you not? Yeah, I was there, man. Where were you, you motherfucker? Yeah. Where was he? Yeah, I'm disappointed. Whoever that guy was, whatever your name was. (laughs) Right. But yeah, I mean, you yeah, whatever. You got to You got to do that because. You know, and not everybody's going to see your bullshit. Like you said, who wants to scroll through most of that shit? There are some, if I'm bored on a day, I'll scroll through Facebook a lot. But for the most part, like for me, for social media, I mostly post things and walk away. I don't really look at it. Well, even even the whole idea of scrolling, like it's not what I think it used to be, which is now the machines learn what you like. So you're not, you're you're rarely going to encounter something like that you wouldn't already be interested in. For example, out of nowhere, for some reason, one day on my Instagram feed, there were some cute otter videos and I paused and watched them. Now my Instagram feed is full of cute animal videos, but up to that point, I have zero memories of yeah. clicking on or choosing. So somehow the, it knew this guy wants to see otters that's and it just right. gave me otters. That's who you are. <laughs> that's who I, I am. <laughs> I would have, I would have picked that for you if mm. I was the God of algorithms. Uh, I would, I, I'd pick a bear for yeah. you, but yeah. that's uh, <laughs> like bear guys or bear animals. Uh, both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, bear let's... guys wrestling bear animals. I'm sorry. wrestling. But yeah, Let me ask you this, as a, as a comic, uh, can I ask how old you are? Sure, I'm 46. 46. I'm 43. 
you're 33, right? Oh, you just broke my heart. Am I? Am I right? 34. You're 34. Oh, yeah. I don't love this guy. Uh, <laughs> I pretend to like him so we can do this. I but know, anyway. right? But don't um, let him know. <laughs> no, I wonder about the 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 universality of references. Meaning, our age, the guys in our 40s, we were all exposed to Cheers. Sure. Whether you didn't even like Cheers, but you've seen enough episodes. You know the name Sam Malone. You know the name Cheers. You know Diane, you know. So I watch comics our age and older. They keep making those kinds of references, yeah. and, the, and they get a response from the audience. So assuming the audience is familiar with those things, I wonder what it's like to be a 25-year-old comic now because there's no uh, uh, cultural, and I'm not even saying this in a, it's a bad way. It just is. That kind of cultural foundation doesn't really exist anymore because... Everything has been individualized. Nah, it's just different, dude. That's all. It really is. It's just different. They're, whatever they're called, like, we can't identify it maybe as old guys because it's happening right now for them. Sure. For them, whatever that is. is that, like, just me and Rafik a minute ago were talking about Doug. Right. Where we overlapped on something that you didn't, and I'm three years older than you. So, like, there's, there me, is, there's a shift let me put for it this everybody, way. like, what they're overlapping into and what they're not. I uh, guess I guess I'm, I'm being more... You're right. I'm not denying any of what you just said. I'm being more specific. I'm saying, like, if I said to someone, we've got a real Sam and Diane thing going on, mm-hmm. there is a, a line at which that reference will not make sense to an audience. Yeah, anything mm-hmm. under 35. Right. <laughs> Probably. I, well, I think... Though there are certain things that are always going to be timeless, like physical kind of events. Like you can, well, I mean, that or like going to a concert or like any comic today could make a joke about doing a line of coke off of like a toilet seat in a public bathroom or whatever. Right. And you could go back to the. Hang on a second. Let me write that down. (laughs) I'm just saying you could go back. If you want to talk about universal experience, this is good stuff. I'm just saying you could go back to Richard Pryor and hear like a much funnier version of that bet. Yeah. You know, right. Just because, like, again, that's something people in the fucking 70s were doing and people in 2020 are doing. Like, that's not going to change. Personally, I don't like to use references because they're hack. Uh, so sure. I just stay away from them. You know, I don't want people to understand what I'm talking about. I don't know. I, I just, I'm kind of obsessed with that idea of that, that thing of, like, this is the example I always go to. When I was a kid... I was aware of Howdy Doody. I have never, ever seen one episode of Howdy Doody, but... Exact same experience. Because... No clue. Right. I know what it is. Right. I know it's terrifying, and if I saw it in my nightmares, I would wake up sweating and but screaming. But I think, I think there used to be a more... And I'm not saying this is good or bad. I think there used to be a more... Even if you didn't specifically experience the thing, you know the name Bozo the Clown. You know sure. the name Howdy Doody. Um, I have had this experience where I walked up and down at work and started asking all my early 20s people, do you know who He-Man is? Do you know who he And you would not believe how many no's I got. Like, yeah. I understand that you weren't there for it, but you, how do you not know it, what He-Man yeah, is? It didn't, uh, it didn't <laughs> resonate as hard. Oh, plus, now there's so much more 
there's there more. That's that's point number one. I mean, and point number two is that it is much easier now to find your lane and stay there. There was a time when the Sex Pistols were unavoidable. Mom sure. and Dad were horrified by the Sex Pistols, but it was on their TV. Oh, no. You know what I mean? I mean... Mm-hmm. Remember when the Eagles were constantly on the radio and you heard them everywhere? Right. Like when I was a kid, I fucking hated the Eagles. They were playing everywhere all the time. Like, honestly, I cannot wrap my mind around the fact that someone would intentionally listen to Hotel California. Like to open Spotify and go, ooh, let's play Hotel California. I need seven minutes of this. Can't you just just wait till you accidentally hear it at a gas station again? (laughs) Like, why would you do it on purpose? It's kind of funny because listening to the two of you guys, I go, there is a part of me that goes, I agree with what you're saying, but I think opposite to that there are still those cultural touchstones they're just much more concentrated like you wouldn't go have you heard about the sex pistols but you can go have you seen the mcu and like everyone's gonna be like even if you haven't watched a movie you're gonna go like i know what that is that's the thing that plays every year six times a year you know yeah yeah all it's gonna get in there yeah. I, it's just kind of it's kind of like weird though. It's culture soup, man. Yeah. Plus, like, okay, like, oh, here's a really fascinating thing to me is my little boy loves Fortnite, dude, and Fortnite is cultural soup. Yes, it is every skin, every event is all like today. A RoboCop skin got launched in mm-hmm. Fortnite. Like, Who the hell is RoboCop? Right. right. You're not going to know what that is. And it's like the the original 80s like version of RoboCop, right. not the, the bad reboot or whatever. But like these kids are learning who these things are and what these things are from this. So they're coming like my little boy all the time now will he's more interested now in watching stuff that that was from my generation because he's now seen it in Fortnite. Hmm. Like this has happened multiple times with Okay, him, that's a good where point. Where he's like he wanted to watch uh like aliens because they had aliens in the game, right? Aliens and predator in the game. And so he was, he got curious about those and asked me about them. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. This was my generation's kind of thing. Right. So there is going to be some overlap with all this content out there. Everybody's ready. And like any, anyone that can take advantage of a franchise and milk more out of it. They're still making He-Man toys, bro. Right. They're out at the store right now. I saw the summit. I saw some at Target yesterday. <laughs> and you almost bought one. I almost bought one. <laughs> you were like, I need that battle damage He-Man. Because <laughs> when you flick his chest, he no, gets a scar. No. And then you flick his chest again, and there's going, another scar. And then you flick his dick, and this was not approved by anyone. At- <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for a stink war, man. Stinkor was get my hands on a Stinkor. I had Stinkor. <laughs> Me too, bro. Mossman, remember him? Mossman was dope. Hey, let's spend the next 20 minutes just listing He-Man. <laughs> okay. Can we do that? <laughs> mosquito what's up? <laughs> what? <laughs> Mic drop. I loved the, the creativity of that line was like the bottom barrel. Like, they were just like, it was just a bunch of corporate boomer dudes <laughs> that had no imaginations. They're like, what's this guy called? Ninjor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the kids like ninjas. He's Ninjor. <laughs> <laughs> like they just whatever they did, they named them that. Well, it, it was, was for the, five year olds. There was the one dude. His his literal. He had a big metal hand. His name was Fisto. Fisto. Just fist right. with a O at the end. 
Yeah. Fisto. And they rebranded him in the in the 2010 version of He Man. He was Battle Fist in that one. Oh, boo. They, yeah, they knew the well, because they was real. Fisting, yeah. they, didn't want, they didn't want kids going, oh, Fisto, he's my favorite. Let's Google that. <laughs> boo. Fisto, Fisto yeah, cool. and Stinkor and Google. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, back in the day, if you wanted to learn about Fisto. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even, I couldn't even get through the idea. I couldn't get, I could not get through that because part of it was like, all right, you had to go to your dad's like Playboy, and I was like, even Playboy wouldn't have had that. Like, <laughs> yeah, your parents are looking at your search history and they're like, He Man, Stink or Fisto? What is Bobby and right. like back in the eighties? If you wanted to find that kind of perversion, you would have had to be like, Who's your weird uncle that your parents don't want you talking to? <laughs> So uh, you wanted to ask about dating a comic. Oh, yeah. So oh, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, you're you. engaged. engaged. Uh, so I guess kind of the question uh, along those lines is like, so you're dating an, or you're engaged with another comic. You have kids. You know, do you find dating another comic like helps in that situation? Does it change things for you because you have two creatives in the household, or uh, when, uh, how do you fucking pay bills? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I when uh, when I was a single comic, I don't think that was ever something I was interested in pursuing. Obviously, you see a lot of people in comedy that are pursuing that on both sides—girls and guys, whoever. There, you know, it, it makes sense. You have similar interests, but it always looked particularly dangerous to me. Mm. Yeah. Because I mean, as soon as you start like messing with dating people that you're around and working with all the time, that, right? Yeah, that seems like it gets messy really quick. So I was very careful about it. Uh, I didn't really initially kind of pursue it. I'm very leery with that. I didn't think it was a good idea. Having said that now, uh, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing because we're, we're very, um, we're very much on the same page with everything. And we're both, uh, we both have entertainment backgrounds. We were both theater kids. We've been performers our whole life in some aspect. So we get it. Like on a Saturday night, if she's got a show somewhere and I don't, I, I get, it. Mm. I, you know, I'm not like if you're dating somebody that's not an entertainer and they're like, Hey, it's the weekend. Bye. Right. Like that's hard <clears throat> for a normal person with a normal right. life to understand that's hard. But if you're an entertainer or a performer, you understand that not doing it is tantamount to dying. So would you in this context tell single comics who are looking for somebody to pursue because kind of to your point earlier, I've always had kind of a thing of like, if you're a comic and there's a female comic out there, or I should say if you're a male comic and there's a female comic out there, if you're one of those weird dudes who's like, Going up and like, I can get you on the list. <laughs> I can get you on so many lists. Yeah, you know, I go like, don't be that fucking it's, creep. It's gross. Like, it's definitely gross, and you would, I, I would recommend that everyone be careful with it. But I would also recognize that no young comic is going to give a fuck what I think. <laughs> they're not going. They're not going to listen to me. But on I, I mean, I. I <laughs> but like, you know, people are going to. You're going to make your mistakes or whatever. I think it's, you know, Ed. Uh, you know, as as well as it's worked out for me now, and mean for me and Lauren, great. But you know, uh, how many how many of those have we seen not go well? Right. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying like we're you know it's like 
in some you know crazy small percentage but for most part you know anyone dating it doesn't work out yeah. so you know you know it'll, you see so many people have so much animosity i feel like it's probably just not a good idea you probably should just never fuck anyone <laughs> i was just i mean yes and uh-huh. you just because it general, really it really doesn't matter at the yeah, end of the day at the just, here's here's really what it all comes down to and i think the three people in this room can agree <laughs> it's really all comes down to how fucked up you are, and what kind of fucked up you're attracted to. And quite often, that's some Ghostbusters crossing the stream. (laughs) It usually ends in a dimensional portal (laughs) that brings all hell to Earth. But if it doesn't, (laughs) boy. But if it doesn't. Yeah, you know, sometimes you you, uh, you got to open a portal and fight a demon. Keep you on your toes, but uh, I stand by my point. Uh, kids, don't fuck anyone. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't talk to girls. Ex- extinct the human race. Yeah, it's uh, fine. Be like me. Don't make eye contact with women. Uh, and just you'll well, be fine. I, and, and you know, in all fairness, don't you probably, look at them. In, in all fairness, you probably avoid eye contact with most people, right? I mean, yeah, it's yeah. the autism. It's, uh, it's there. It's there a little bit. Like I don't, you know, eye contact essentially means, hey, let's converse, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, I was, uh-huh. I was, I, I was you. watching uh, the uh, Death Clock. Uh, episode where they're talking about like sexual harassment in the workplace and like there's a gr- the video that they show is fantastic because it's like guy comes up to girl is like that's a nice belt gets an electric shock is like that could be considered as flirting is like oh that's a belt you're wearing gets an electric shock not making comments on her appearance may also be considered as flirting uh, <laughs> like, yeah i mean that's that's the position that i think like males feel like the, i think for guys right now in the world we very we're very confused as to as to how to approach ever talking to a woman mm. because if like at the end of the day it sort of feels like well if they like you it's all fair but if they don't like you it's all bad well, i don't <laughs> yeah. know that that was ever not true though was it? I mean, I, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, before it just seemed like there wasn't a platform to just be like, oh, this gross guy hit on me. Yuck, <laughs> yeah. what a bag of shit. You know what I mean? Right. But then, like, you know, Johnny Fuckface, who's, like, fucking every girl on the fucking cheerleader <laughs> squad, comes up to your girlfriend. Uh, it's good to see that you're not at all resentful <laughs> of Johnny Fuckface. <laughs> I mean, Johnny Fuckface? Uh, I'll show you his picture. I got it here on my phone. No, Jenner's uh, like, damn it, Johnny. <laughs> I was going to go out with Sarah tonight, and he just came by. And oh. Uh, speaking you know, of pictures. Uh, I, was, I, I uh-huh. for sure thought you were going to say, speaking of fuckface. Well, <laughs> that also. Um, this is something we do regularly on the show. We're not going to spend too much time on the object itself. But first, I just want to pass this along. Okay. And you can just give me your gut reactions, what's in your heart, what's in your mind. You can uh, tell us what you're looking at. I, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and this, what is it that you don't this like? This is a boomer comedy, for sure. Anyway, what uh, is it called? What, what's going on there? Ed the Machine Regime mm-hmm. tells 100 of his funniest jokes he's ever heard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Would you like to describe Ed to us? Um, well, first off, Ed didn't write these jokes. Nope. <laughs> no. And Ed, Ed, Ed is literally telling you, these are the funniest jokes I've ever mm-hmm. heard. <laughs> Which means... He did not write these nope, jokes. No, he didn't. No, he did not. Uh, but he is Ed the Machine. He is the Machine. He's he is the 
Ed, he can the, process. He can process and output other Ed, people's jokes yes, like no Ed, one. Ed, the joke book machine regime. So crack that fucker open. The bottoms oh, no. kind of broke off, so I have to replace that. Go ahead and read what's on, on the CD there. <laughs> uh, as again, title Ed the Machine Regine tells 100 of the funniest I, jokes I think, he's I feel ever like heard. You're, I feel like you're ignoring the most important part of the CD. Oh, no, here we go. Here we go. Alan, <laughs> make um laugh. Uh-huh. Hardy butterfly? Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like a hardy butterfly drawing. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's some kind of heart or something. And then Regine, he should have a machine gun. Like yeah. shooting out jokes. It would take too long to draw write. that for every every all of the thousands of copies. Um, would so, it surprise you to learn? Is this that, someone you worked with? Oh no, God, this is good. It. It's fine. It was already broke. I got to replace <laughs> it. But it did come in an in a thin. I did not make put it in a thin jewel case. It came in a thin jewel yeah, case. It's a CD, so you yeah. know it's old comedy. <laughs> um, you'll you'll find uh, he put his own parental advisory sticker there on the front. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Um, would it surprise you to learn that most of the tracks on the track listing are out of order? Oh, well, no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> and there are 100. I mean, I'm not counting, but they're, they're listed up to 100 at least. Car salesman, lipstick, truck driver, golf lessons, uh, dinner table. Yeah, I hate this. Yeah, <laughs> we I hate it too. I hate um, everything about we've, it. Uh, I've never seen that guy's act, but I have seen that guy's act. Yeah. Well, here's the interesting part, and we've said this a thousand times. His act act, and we've actually found him online. He has a genuine act. Okay. And that's that's his. But this and it's not it. bad. Really? Okay. I mean, it's it's not no one in this room would like it. Right. But he crushes where he goes. Right. You well, know. There is always that with like when when you truly meet like guys that have been in comedy for thirty and forty years, where it's like, yeah, they're not they're not worried about relevant material. They're playing, right. They're playing dinner halls and shit. Well, yeah, this they, was bought on a cruise by right, a family like member. They're, they're doing cruise ships and dinner halls. They don't give a shit. They have an audience that they're playing to, and it's definitely not us, like right. younger up and coming comics or whatever. Uh, and yeah, their jokes might all be terrible, but those dudes still, a lot of them, still monstrously good skill sets. He, yes. He's, he's that, very good on and stage. And that's, that's the thing I feel like younger comics don't give these old guys credit for when they come in is be like, look, you might not like their stuff because it's old. Right. But like, don't discount like, the fact that that guy has so much stage time and so much experience that he can walk into your show and probably crush in the room you run. Right. Like, if Ed had a team of modern writers, Ed, right. like, Ed would be... He'd be a solid, well-known guy. Right. right. But as he probably yeah. writes I mean, his he own sta- material. But he also, you know? I mean, it is, just like Jander said, it is what it is. He stays on his cruise ships. He makes his money. He pays his bills. He's good. Right. right. He's you know? in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He is the waiter. Oh. And okay. it was annoying to me that I didn't notice it, because we'd been making fun of this guy for years. <laughs> so we've been listening to these... One at a time with our guests. So we are hearing this the first time, as you oh, are. No. Uh, we've actually, Rafiq, you won't believe this, we have gotten through 59 of these. Really? I didn't know that until I just huh. looked at it. So Nightmare is almost over. The nightmare is almost <laughs> over. <laughs> Ten more till we get a really nice one. Yeah, so we're on number 60. It may or may not be about strip trivia. 
A couple were driving, and to make the drive a little more oh, interesting, God. so they decided to play a game of strip trivia. You're done? Every wrong done? answer, pause, one of them would have... Pause, so did you You heard the edit and the pause, right? Right right away, what strikes me is that you played this, and this isn't even in front of a live audience. He's just reading this shit yes. into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. So This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is nuts. Like, this, is, this is what crazy this people is do. This is serial killer shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank I'm going to turn this joke book into an audio book. See, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is so crazy. the two things I noticed right up front, there is an edit. Uh, he act because we haven't heard him edit himself yet. Mm-hmm. So you actually hear him cut and try to start over at the beginning. But also what I need you to hear at the near the beginning, listen to the pause. I can't remember what the words were. He constantly pauses because he clearly is forgetting what he's saying. Aww. And he's trying to catch. So early on, first of all, listen for the edit. And then second of all, listen to that moment where he pauses because he clearly forgot what he was supposed to say. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah, no, here we go. A couple were driving, and to make the drive a little more interesting, so they decided to play a game of strip trivia. Every wrong answer, one of them would have to remove a piece of clothing. After a while, his wife is naked, and the husband looks over and sees her and gets so excited, he veers off the road and rolls into a canyon. She's not hurt, but he's trapped. He can't move. She covers her private part with the only thing she can find, a shoe. She's walking down the highway with a shoe in a private area, and a trucker stops to help her. And she says, my boyfriend's stuck, and I can't get him out. And the truck driver says, look, lady, if he's in that far, I can't help you. Oh. I know that joke. <laughs> we all know these I jokes. I lost the will to live halfway through we, that. We all heard these jokes in fifth grade, and now <laughs> we are reliving them as some sort of penance for a crime that we do not realize we've committed. That was one of the worst ones yet. For me, That was horrendous. Yeah. For me, first off, way too long. Uh, yeah, they're getting worse like, in that regard. Well, it seems like they're getting this worse. This guy doesn't even seem, know how to tell a street joke well. No. Because like a street joke, if you're telling a street joke, it really is all about the presentation of of the street joke. Right. He it's loves, never the punchline. He loves to you languish gotta, on... you got to be in that story. He loves to languish on the wrong detail. He, he just, he can't... Get to the goddamn point. That joke, <laughs> that was, a, that was forty-one seconds. That should have been fifteen. Yes. That should have been a fifteen-second bada boom, bada bing, in and out. Or three minutes. <laughs> I'm going the right. Other or like he could go aristocrat. Really with spice it. this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Drag us to, in deep. to the point where I want to be invested in this couple's relationship before <laughs> right. it goes off road. Right. To, that's that Norm Macdonald thing where the punchline doesn't matter. Yes. It's it's, it's just, I'm going to keep ringing this orange until it's just, it's dry. It's in the, yeah, you know? it's, a, it's yeah. in the telling of the tale. Right. But, like, one thing oh, I want to say about this bit is, like, first off, absolute terrible safety practice. If they're <laughs> just playing strip poker or strip trivia for no reason while driving, like... Yeah, yeah. And second, it's like there's a certain point in the story. Thank you for stopping me, but I just realized something. Go ahead. (laughs) There's a there's a point in this story where it's like, like Alan said, this should have been 15 seconds, and it's like you could have skipped over entire bridges from point to point and just been like, 
hey, it's 15 seconds long. Moving on to the next bit because you're telling a hundred of the funniest jokes <laughs> you've ever... There's no time constraint, Ed. No one's going like, you gotta fill an hour. Like, <laughs> You know what I just realized? The, the name of the track is Strip Trivia. Strip Trivia was the least important detail in that joke. Yeah. yeah. Here's the important detail. A guy's driving, notices his wife got naked, gets excited. You don't have to even explain why she's naked. Just get to the naked, get to the shoe, lady, if he's that far in there. Boom, boom, boom. You don't even need to explain (laughs) that he's excited. (laughs) Right. Well, that's, that's how he survived the crash. He just <laughs> dove into her vagina <laughs> right when they went off-road. <laughs> it protected him. Right? Or the, or he's tell, saying, like, they rolled over into a canyon, and it's like, why the fuck does that matter? Yeah, they crashed. Right? Like, like, he sees his wife. She's trying to turn him on. She's naked. They crash. Yeah. I just got there. I just got to the crash. I didn't have to tell you <laughs> anything else. This guy spontaneously combusts into a million pieces. <laughs> anyway, yeah. the truck driver thinks he's in her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. The to truck be driver the, has no idea. I want that to be the entire <laughs> joke. <laughs> truck driver has no idea that she was disintegrated by the aliens. <laughs> anyway, that's moving a, on. Joke ninety-eight. That's the joke I can get behind. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try to do one more, but that was torturous. That was really one of the worst ones yet. That was awful. All right, this one is called Under the Bed. A man comes home from work and finds his wife crying hysterically. He says, what's wrong, honey? She said, I was cleaning little Susie's room and found whips, handcuffs, and chains under the bed. And I found some porno magazines and a masochist video. What are we going to do? The husband said, I don't know, but I guess spanking is out of the question. Yeah. Did you get it? Yep. By the way, that was little Susie's room. I also, little Susie. How little yeah. is Susie? How little is Susie? <laughs> right. How little is how? Also, I feel like he told this joke in an earlier joke on the CD. <laughs> Probably. Like, I'm sure he's not yeah, keeping strong track rapids. of what's going on. Yeah, I just feel like it, I feel like the genders were swapped. But like, <laughs> anyway, little Johnny is touching himself in his room. It's always night. little Johnny. Every time it's a little boy, he says little Johnny. Oh, yeah. Every that's, time. That's a classic. That's the classic <laughs> thing is little Johnny. Little Johnny. Uh, lately, and I don't know if this was always the case or if he is starting to get burned out by the time he got to number 60. But... <laughs> It'd be awesome. <laughs> right. The, the punchline on like number 100. It's like, it's like, and thank you. <laughs> right, like, like you you just, just hear a gunshot and yeah. a thud. But I'm, Even better, you, you don't hear the gunshot. You just hear a click and then it cuts out. <laughs> Lately, it's, it's like a like a 22 bullet. Though. Nothing, nothing really, you know, ear piercing. I don't want to hurt anyone's you know, hearing. Lately, I'm... We are continuing as we go through these, and this doesn't seem to have been a problem early on. The jokes are making less sense. For example, little Jenny's room has S&M shit under her bed. Little Susie. Mm, little, little Susie. Susie. Like, what? What? We had one. I don't know if it was our last episode or the one before that. The joke was so incomprehensible. There were three adults in the room, and we spent 10 minutes just trying to understand <laughs> the events. It wasn't even that comedian thing where you break it down. It was like, wait, so the guy went, wait, what happened? Like, we none of yeah. us even understood the ABC of the order of things. Oh, that, that is the worst uh, when, like, occasionally a 
a comic will start telling you about, hey, I got this joke idea, and they'll pitch me a joke, and like I'm so ADD that sometimes <laughs> I can't follow what you're just like. You're three inches from my face, and you're trying to like run a bit on me, <laughs> and like I just I, I I sometimes I'm just like I don't understand why this person thinks any of this is funny. Please just <laughs> yeah. please just go do it on stage and tell or, me after. Or counterpoint. It may just be a bad joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, you may not need it, to go deep to be like, I don't understand probably, why you think this is funny. It may just be a bad, bad joke. Yeah. I have yeah. that problem of, or, well, not that I do comedy anymore, but I have that problem where I'm like, I know there's something funny here. Mm-hmm. I know that there's humor in this idea, but I don't even know where the joke is. So I tend to walk, I do it to him all the time where I'm like, hey, is there something funny about how when you talk into a microphone, you know, whatever, just something. And, you know, I'm sure what he's hearing is just, yeah, that sounds like you're talking into a microphone. <laughs> but it might be like, no, no. But from the point A to the point B, like there's something funny there, right? The, so like we all understand mining a premise, you know, to be like, there's an idea here and there's something funny underneath. Right. The, problem in the context of these jokes with ed where it's like you are a professional comedian with an actual act (laughs) you could not have spent 30 seconds making these bits better like doing a second take well or actually we heard what it sounds like when he does do a second (laughs) this almost just looked like maybe this guy didn't want to release his real act right (laughs) he didn't want to release his real act because he's going to tour around on it for the next 55 years yeah Yeah. right so he was like ah well i'll just do these street jokes on a cd and now i have merch yeah. Right, and so, that's, well, that's that's how I came in possession of this. Yeah, a yeah. friend of mine or so a family member he, saw this. He wanted merch, but he didn't want to write a new hour. <laughs> well, that's very possible. So, yeah. See, what I want to do is after we get through all these, I want to invite all the people we unfortunately tortured to come back and do a CD that's just an hour of the funniest jokes we've ever heard. Yeah. There's and only just, like three, though. Yeah. And there's only three <laughs> jokes? No, like if I did that today, my version of that would be like a two-minute TikTok. <laughs> that's fine. Like, yeah. It would be like me telling you four jokes that I thought were funny. And no, no, that's the like, point. What we want to uh, do, we want to release... Like, so how about this? Tells you the 100 funny, blah, 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 blah. And we want you to tell one joke. Sure. Right. And, it, it, and you know, we would prefer it be a good one that you don't oh, stumble over four times. And a portion yeah. of the proceeds will go to hiring a writer for Ed. And, we, and we, we also prefer that you know where the joke is going so you don't have to keep remembering halfway through. We would, and we would prefer that you tell it in a way where I understand what's happening. Yeah. And so if you can you do those things, little Johnny was spending the night in a barn. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You'll never believe what happened next. <laughs> there were three holes in the side of the oh, barn. Oh, I know this one. And little Johnny was like, ah, I maybe no one fits in one of these holes. And then he went to little Susie's bedroom and he found some whips and chains. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should do a hundred. Make it up off the top of your head, jokes. Right. Do a hundred aristocrats. Yeah. Ooh, if that hadn't kind of already been done, that'd be good. A hundred one aristocrats. Right. Hold on, now that might be an interesting. It How long's this CD? Seventy-eight uh-huh. hours. <laughs> no, that might be an interesting. Like, it wouldn't be f- funny, but like almost as a study, take a, a joke that everyone knows. You know, the guy, the, the gay bar joke that's everyone's told at some point in their life and go from like comic to comic and have them all tell their version 
of that joke. And I don't see even what know how people remember street jokes. They just they are they go in my head and they're gone. I cannot retain them. Mm. I remember them because my mom only has one joke and I've gotten to the point where I just absorb all humor as kind of a like I can't this can't be the only joke in the world. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there must be something else out there. <laughs> All right, boys. It's uh, about fifty-eight minutes. I think we're good to go. Yeah. Jander, do you got any stuff to plug? Uh, you said something about a show coming up. Uh, I got lots of shows coming up. Just uh, look for me on social media. You'll find my TikTok very annoying. Uh, <laughs> that is honestly now I want to subscribe to your TikTok because I was I was so sad you're gonna be like yo you'll find my TikTok at blah blah and you're like no this is gonna be obnoxious <laughs> yeah it's gonna be very obnoxious and it's gonna be a good time and I don't know what I'm doing so you can watch me like I'm pretty sure half the people watching me on TikTok are like let's just watch this old guy embarrass himself just hate watching and I'm fine with that you just come hate watch me dog just are there any uh, funky characters or anything in your Things Jander uh, one seven anything like that. Actually, right now it is Jander Gray eight eight a yeah. a y or e y a y g r a y. Yeah, but if you search Jander Gray with an a y, you're gonna find me. I'm the only one on there. Yeah. Actually, there is another kid that's like a Jander Grau. Uh, he's just a Brazilian guy that like dances, and mm -hmm. that, that's not me. <laughs> and we must destroy him. <laughs> no, I'm for fine there, with him. For there can be only one. I think we should do a collab. Oh, sure. Yeah. You, you can know. tell jokes while he dances behind you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or the other way around. He's in the foreground and you're in the building <laughs> cultural bridges. That's right. Just me talking about my 46 year old white man problem. <laughs> <laughs> while this fucking hot Brazilian dude just fucking shows everybody his abs and his, the outline of his dick. Mm. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. Good for him. Maybe you guys could trade places and he yeah. tells jokes while you show everyone the outlines. Yeah, so follow me on TikTok <laughs> and like and share my stuff. You uh, aren't, you know, if you don't heart it and, you know, send it to your mom or something, you're really not doing me any good followers. So can't follow, they, obey. Can't they also <laughs> follow you on um, Instagram? and? Yeah, but who cares about Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That. What about your soap? You sell soap. Sell I your do. soap. Uh, yeah, you can you can follow my soap on TikTok and Instagram and social media. If you find Jan Gray on Facebook, you'll find everything. What's your soap there. called? So, uh, it's actually named for my daughter. It's Willow Tree Soap Factory. Willow Tree Soap it, Factory. I will say this unironically. It, like I've seen the videos of you doing soap cuttings and shit like that. Yeah, I will show that. Two people to yeah. be like this shit looks amazing. It's it's legit. I, I'm not doing any comedy or silly stuff with the soap company. It is all legit, all natural, you know, uh, homemade stuff. That's you know, obviously all going to you know benefit a special needs family. That's my family. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, and one last thing is what I. It's a question that I pose to the world, but also to you, gentlemen. Is um, so how about this? Okay. How about that? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. So how about this? So how about this? How about this? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of So How About This? If you liked that episode, please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, or leave a review. If you really liked us, tell a friend. If you hated us, tell somebody you also hate. Tell five people that you hate about us. Find your arch enemy and convince them to listen to our podcast because you hate us so much and you want to punish them for it. 
Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at So How About This One. That's the words So How About This, followed by the number one. If you have any questions you want answered on the show, just hit us up on Twitter and don't forget to stay tuned for new episodes.